0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Dwight Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. The only stage I've ever riding on it is pulled by four horses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just discussing, um, and and I want to get your your take on this before we get into your uh, your segment here. Um cumulus media. Uh, yesterday, uh, missed a restructuring payment uh, to their to their debts uh, to their debtor. Basically, um, I I I'm trying to make sense of this. Essentially, what happened yesterday was Cumulus Media elected to miss a twenty-three point six million dollar interest payment. Uh, the decision of the Restructuring Committee of Cumulus' Board of Directors to forego a scheduled interest payment of $23.6 million due yesterday and 11-1. Um, apparently, it's 8K uh, filing with the F- SEC. Um, apparently, if they don't um, pay this by December 1st, it moves into an event of default. Um, tell me a little bit about this.
1: Who who owed, but who owed the money?
0: Cumulus Media. They are one of the. They are the second largest radio group in the United States. Haven't made a profit Uh-oh. in like years.
1: <laughs> well, if they're publicly traded, and are you saying that it is a publicly traded? Yes, uh, it is company? a
0: publicly traded company. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, any any time uh, you're dead. Uh, are greater than either your assets or, shall we say, your income, uh, that leads to insolvency. And now, insolvency and bankruptcy are two different things, but they often end up in the same place. Bankruptcy is a court procedure, and it's a, uh, a, a an edict by a bankruptcy federal judge that says uh, you're restructured, and you don't and you don't have to pay your debts. That's what bankruptcy, uh, uh, an order of bankruptcy yields insolvency is a, uh, position of your income statement and your balance sheet that says, Oh, you, you not only have more debts than you have assets, you can't even currently on paper, even pay the debts that you have. And that sounds like what was missed, that, that missing a large, Uh, interest-due payment, like a balloon payment for a private mortgage holder, if you miss that, then they they come after you. The creditors come after you, and that group of creditors can then force that bankruptcy. Or in the case, perhaps, of the SEC, or other privileges. uh, Your stock may be suspended uh, because if there's dividend payments, they're not going to pay those either. And your stock may perhaps, and I'm saying perhaps because I don't know the details of this case, uh, may be suspended from trading on the stock market by the Securities Exchange Commission. So there's a lot of fallout. Uh, Media might have, uh, well, well, it wasn't reported widely is what I heard you saying, but the corporation uh, failed to pay its interest on its debts that it had to know it had that obligation. So uh, I think I think there's fallout.
0: Not very far away. Well, that's what we're hoping. Uh, Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live. He is the president and chief investment officer of Neiman Funds Management LLC. He's been seen on CNBC, Fox Business, and has been interviewed by Wall Street Journal, Barrons, and many other publications. And today's topic: tax reform. The big maybe. Will Rogers said that only difference between death taxes is that death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets. Sometimes there is too much truth in humor. One of the hot issues grabbing our attention is the fulfilling of President Trump's campaign promise to tax reform. The basic structure of our income tax system stems from the Internal Revenue Code of 1954. Why do we feel we want to change it, and why did Trump make tax reform such a major part of his campaign for the election. And with these concerns in mind, we have Harvey Neiman, the portfolio manager and author of Customize Wall Street. Check out customizedwallstreet.com for more information. Now, Harvey, my first question is, if tax reform is passed in the manner promised during the Trump campaign, who are the changes intended to benefit the most? Middle class Americans, giant corporations, the government itself, by way of balancing our U.S. federal budget.
1: Well, that's what we're all concerned about. Good questions. And it's uh, between you and me, Jiggy, we must be prophetic because just this morning on the uh, news media, uh, Congress has revealed its tax cut plan that we've been waiting for at last. And we've timed this discussion quite perfectly so we can pat ourselves on the back. The, uh, the new plan, uh, which apparently has president trump's uh uh, full support uh because it was his party uh the republican side that crafted this uh led by paul ryan speaker of the house and i i would say it's going to benefit uh to some degree the middle class i've read through not the whole thing because they say it's some 800 pages or 400 some odd pages long and i Since this morning, I haven't read that much in order to get my hands on it. But the highlights are uh, lowering some tax brackets. But I see some elimination of uh, for middle class people. There are middle class people, let let the successful middle class people, especially in the uh, wealthier markets, West Coast, Southern California, New York City, uh, Trump's own own town. parts of Florida, other places, Atlanta, uh, Chicago, where middle class includes a million-dollar home because that's their prices. And, of course, we get mortgages so we can live in our million-dollar home. And this new tax cut very secretly says, well, deductions for home mortgages are going to be dropped to $500,000. Well, in Southern California, a young couple just out of college got their first job. Uh, one spouse maybe is a professional; the other one uh, does marketing. And between them, the only house they can afford to raise their children costs six to eight hundred thousand dollars. They're going to have a mortgage bigger than five hundred thousand dollars. Uh, that's not poverty, but there's parts of the country where that's go to the state of Hawaii. You can't even buy a decent property without spending $900,000. So this is actually hurting portions of the middle class. Uh, And am I the first to see this? (laughs) You know, because up till now, deductions for home mortgage, Jiggy, you might know this, is up to a million dollars. And that certainly now starts to step into the upper class. But middle class homeowners, especially middle-aged, bought their homes are $150,000 and their homes are worth $600,000. Even in St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, you know, major metropolitan areas, Denver, Colorado, homes are worth more than $500,000 and they're cutting out the deduction. So I'm worried that some, some people that supported this opportunity are still being left behind. I might have it partly wrong, but I'm seeing a few red flags. That's, That's my comment on that.
0: We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio and amfm247.com. If you would like to be a member of amfm247.com, get more information at the website am247.com. Harvey Neiman with us today on our big program. Assuming that all three of these categories cannot benefit from this plan, which of those groups should be favored by a Congress as they debate a new tax reform package, Harvey?
1: Well, I did skip over uh, the benefit for corporations and very clear in this uh, new act, which I think they're naming it the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of, 19, of 2017, uh, if it's passed this year. Uh, the, the idea that the corporate rate, which is a maximum corporate tax rate, is at 35% and has been historically at that level for three or four decades, Um, and that is being dropped in the proposal to 20%. The idea is to encourage and be user-friendly that corporations that are foreign corporations, American companies that have sought to go to foreign soil to operate, will return home, and therefore, by returning home, they create jobs. But that is a long-range activity. If you're somebody big and you have, uh, say, a couple plants offshore, General Motors maybe has an assembly plant in a place like a Mexico or or other places and now bring that, well, it may take five years for a big corporation to realign its location. It doesn't help people wanting to get back to work in early 2018. I'm not saying it doesn't help, but it's a long-range thing. So uh, it is aimed really for the bigger economic benefit. And the one other answer, Jiggy, I hate to go on and on, but I have to go back to a point. I think this Tax Act adds to our national debt. I am not a a full-time economist. I I do certain economic studies, but I do not have that Wharton School of Business degree for economics that many people doubt. I'm a practical person. I, I work on the stock market. I work in small businesses. And I, I, I see that our, uh, our, our federal debt, almost everybody does not want us increasing our federal debt uh, at, at, at the risk than of everything from jobs to daily expenses. So there's somebody being left behind in this tax act. I can't say I can pinpoint it directly. I'm just having people be aware.
0: We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Harvey Neiman, CustomizedWallStreet.com is the website. With numerous other distractions, what is the likelihood that Congress and the President can come together to get a tax reform package enacted before 2018,
1: Javi? Well, the the word uh, from the White House uh, is to get this all put to bed by Christmas time and enacted. Uh, There was a comment on the news today that way back in the years of President Reagan, and President Reagan was a a truly adored uh, president by all Americans, uh, he, in in the 1980s, did accomplish a tax reform act that that benefited a lot of everyday people, a lot of upper-middle-class, true-middle-class working people. And it took two years to get that act that everybody was kind of in favor. He worked very closely with Democrats uh, besides his own Republican Party. And it still ta- took a time to uh, hash it out. I believe that during the Clinton administration, there was another revision of the, uh, the, the, the tax code, not as uh, dramatic as the one under Reagan, And that took a lot of compromise. Of course, uh, Clinton, being a Democrat, he needed to work with Republicans. I don't see that compromise happening between uh, literally between Thanksgiving and Christmas. (laughs) You know, uh, there's too much else going on. We the the distractions I'm talking about are recent indictments uh, and some of the people, former former cabinet members and White House officials. uh, there's a lot going on with the administration that, uh, uh, that, that doesn't allow just taxation to be the focus of our government. So I, I don't see it happening anytime soon, although I do see some promise now that we have something to work with and some uh, compromises coming forward into the spring of 2018.
0: It's Harvey Neiman. He joins us today. Customized Wall Street by Harvey Neiman is a practical tool designed to help you take control of your financial future. And is available in ebook and hard copy at Amazon.com. Harvey Neiman with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, Harvey, assuming tax reform is achieved and that one benefit will be the lowering of tax rates for middle class Americans, how does this translate to everyday folks being able to better plan for retirement as discussed in your great book, Customize Wall Street?
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about the book, and the, uh, uh, there is progress uh, uh, in the second edition that you didn't uh, uh, ask about yet, but I've got my editors now back on toll, and between now and Christmas, Harvey Neiman expects to have a second edition of Customize. Uh, I address uh, the idea of saving and investing for the future Really, to be honest with you, under all conditions. If times are rough, all right, you have to say you only can save less. And maybe you're even out of the job and and there's no money to save. You're just feeding your family. Or you get back a job that doesn't pay as much as your previous job did. And I I recognize all that. But those of us who have the uh, grandma on the farm ethic of uh, after-harvest time, a little bit is put in the cookie jar That really should continue whether we get a tax break at our middle class level, lower class. You know, people will have no taxes if they're at the poverty level. In theory, that's the way the code works. But uh, if we can encourage people, put a dollar in a cookie jar once a week. Just get in the habit that you do that whether times are good or whether the times are rough. It adds up. It, it, it compounds, and you look back and say, "Oh, my gosh, I have a couple thousand dollars I didn't think I had. I'm not. Things aren't as stressed uh, as I thought they were. You're surprised how a discipline does that. And I don't think we're going to get a one-time tax break for middle-class people. It's going to accumulate over several years, and use that be, be incentive to set a little bit aside. Set it aside for your future, and I talk about uh, preparing for the future in Customized Wall Street. To me, that's so important for every American, uh, the best they can. and We all have to adapt. I hope you agree with that. <laughs>
0: yes, indeed. <laughs> nice, yes, indeed. indeed. Well, well, check out CustomizeWallStreet.com. Harvey, thanks for being with us, my friend. I really appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you next week.
1: Look forward to it. You have a great day.
0: Definitely. Thank you you thank too. You, thank you, Harvey. That's Harvey Neiman. And uh, that is that. We are going to take a break. If you're listening to us live on AMFM247.com, thank you. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, thank you. we got more coming up.